Welcome into another edition of Nerd Hero. It is the newest episode. I think it's episode five, technically, even though it's really episode six, but we lost an episode because of the computer. But still, we are still going strong. It yeah, is, we are. Yeah, it's Joey's John. No Gus this week because, well, you know, has family in town. So. All right, family's the priority. Right. right. Priority. So we were initially going to talk about the new Star Wars game that was kind of, I can't kind of came out of nowhere. Well, to me, it came out of nowhere. The Star Wars Outlaw. Right, from Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah, from Ubisoft. But due to the humongous announcement from Disney about movie schedules coming up that affected you know pretty much all the IPs that we support and watch and talk about on this show, well, it's time to talk about that because it is a big deal. Kind of got the nerd and the entertainment industry really going the last few days. And we need to hit on this pretty big because this affects Marvel, this affects Star Wars, this affects Avatar, this affects somehow Alien, it affects the Disney movies. So it's going to be an interesting thing to see why this happened and why some movies moved up and others got pushed back for a long time. And some interesting scheduling, especially from a Star Wars standpoint, something that probably they'll move again, but at the time right now very interesting that we haven't had before so we will dive into this because i think this is something that our listeners will want to know more about and that honestly we're curious about too yeah we've been curious about it for weeks i know in past episodes it's sometime or another we talked about disney's release schedule or the challenge that they have with all the content and ip that's underneath yeah. their umbrella like how to not compete against oneself, and then Disney Plus, right? I think yeah. that was the main focus of that conversation. But yeah, the news yeah. that got released this week uh, goes hand in glove uh, with what we've been talking about for weeks now. Yeah, and and I think you know we can go ahead and touch on the actual just Disney movies in general because we don't want to spend a lot of time on them because a well, lot, yeah, because there's a lot. But the 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 main one is the live action Moana remake, which is dated now for June twenty seventh, twenty twenty five. Yet again, I, you know, I love that movie. My daughters friggin' love it. They watch, they will watch it. You know, we're watching it at one point, like every day, watching Moana. So it's a fantastic movie. Love the original world of the cartoon. I don't know why they're making re- these live-action movies. I don't think Little Mermaid's performed as well as they thought. I, you know, I don't know how Moana will do. we got two years to figure it out. Yeah, and I think Dwayne Johnson, he made an announcement on Instagram like not that long ago no. about Moana, a live action version. So yeah. that one just came quick. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say. <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll be Maui. So I think that we all know that. So we'll see that's, but that's the live action Moana will be due is right now scheduled for June 27th, 2025. And then actually one of the a Disney movie diving into the drama and kind of the spy thriller, the amateur starring Rami Malek seems pretty interesting plot, but it's dated for November 8th, 2024. So kind of getting towards that holiday season for that movie. It seems pretty interesting. And it seems to be original too. So that does. I'm intrigued by that. I am too. It'll be an interesting thing. So that's called The Amateur uh, from November 8th, 2024. Then I did not know that they were remaking or they were making an alien film. But it's an untitled alien movie dated August 16th, 2024. For the love of God, Disney, please don't destroy this too. They've already messed up a lot after Alien 3, but these are two of the most perfect films ever made, are Alien and Aliens, and it's just, please don't. Just don't mess it up, guys. 
And I read an article that said that Ridley Scott at least is attached to this. I don't know what his role is, but that gives me some cautious optimism. <laughs> me too. Though he's also making Gladiator 2, which I'm still not sure how that's going to work, but with Lucius. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. anyways, yeah. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. So I'm going to keep, keep my, you know, it's like, okay, speaking of perfect films, but there we go. So that one's going to be August 16th, 2024. We're going to get a new alien film. Now let's dive into Marvel because these are big ones. And then we'll get to the Star Wars after that. But this one, obviously, because of the slate that Feige had announced going into the phase five and six and all that stuff, we have this big slate of movies that we already know about that they are moving around. Now, this is the ones they were talking about. Now, we know there's more than just this on the horizon with these films, but the first one affected is Captain America Brave New World. Now, they renamed it as well because it was New World Order. Correct. So they renamed the fourth Captain America film with Falcon taking over the mantle. And it has moved from May 3rd, 2024 to July 26th. So a little bit later in the summer. So not a massive move back for them. Still in the height of the summer. So they'll it'll be a big movie. Now, I don't know how anticipated it truly is, but... I'm going to obviously watch it. I like the character. I want to see what they do with it. And plus we get Harrison Ford taking over for Estadish also. Right. I like him that too. So what do you think about that, them moving that back? Do you think that's a, a production thing, a writer strike thing? Or do you think that is a kind of a calculated, hey, let's move it back in the summer? I, I don't know what other movies are coming out around that time that could be competing with it, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's just an assumption on my part, but I think the majority of these changes in release date are attributed to the writer strike. But at the same time, again, Disney has a lot of content on their hands, so they got to be strategic how they release everything. As it comes to the release date for Captain America, Brave New World, doesn't bother me at all. No. If it was either date, I'm interested in the character and where they go with it. So no matter what, I'm going to be sure to check it out. Yeah. And so it's moving the date, or I guess the film that it is actually moving in place of is the Thunderbolts which makes sense that that would obviously come out after this movie. Because they have the same character, yes. Harrison Ford. Exactly. Yeah. So they're going to be related. So the Thunderbolts moved from July 26th of 24 to December 20th. So it's going to be a Christmas release for the Thunderbolts. Probably get a post credit scene in Captain America. Oh, yeah. Thunderbolts. I would imagine <laughs> that we probably will get a couple there. Um, in fact, I mean, the talk was is that Tom Holland Spider-Man may have appear in Captain America and Daredevil as well because they are filming in New York currently. So it's an interesting thought that they do that because the Born Again Daredevil show will be next year that around that time be coming out. So I would imagine they'll be related, but the Thunderbolts moving to the Christmas release is a pretty interesting strategy. But it's the next movie that had me perk up a little bit. And that would be the highly anticipated Deadpool 3 has moved up from November 8th, 2024, to the Captain America slot at May 3rd, 2024. This is the one I want to dive into a little bit because that is a super interesting move by Disney. And I'm trying to figure out what that really means for... So what, what do you see with that move? Because that is a really interesting move. See, I'm still trying to figure out, is this going to be dubbed, it being Deadpool, a 20th Century Studios film or Disney, Marvel Studios film? Because obviously with X-Men, the mutants, and what we saw last year, 
right? And Miss Marvel mm -hmm. discovering that Kamala Khan is a mutant. Would Deadpool 3 kind of be that other movie to kind of make that universe broader as far as the mutants and inserting them into the MCU? I really don't know. Honestly, they'll be there. Regardless of the fact, I'm just excited to see Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman on screen together finally. It's been a years in the making yes. getting them back on screen together. So yeah. I'm just, I can't wait for it. And, and honestly, I could care less if it's connected with the rest of this. <laughs> yeah. I real, it might be better served not, <laughs> but who knows? This is kind of like the Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I kind of put in that similar bucket, right? <laughs> I think it's going to be very connected because if they do what they could do with it, it could be Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. No lie, it, it really could be. No complaints on my end. And it could be him going and just wiping out all these like legacy characters just so they could do it for cameo reasons. And just as long as we have Cher, if I can turn back time playing in the background. Oh, they, yeah, listen, <laughs> if we know Ryan Reynolds well enough, he will have something fun. Now, the only thing that gives me pause with this is due to the writer's strike. And the thing that I read was that due to the writer's strike, Ryan Reynolds is not allowed to ad lib on set, like during the script. Really? He'd go off script because apparently it's a violation. And I guess it's some atrocity to these writers. I'm like, maybe if you're just written funny stuff to begin with, he wouldn't have to go ad lib. But, you know, that's not really true because that's just how he works. I honestly thought that's what Ryan Reynolds was doing in the prior two films. <laughs> he was doing that in the prior two films. That was the problem, right? Is that it was ad libbed. Most of it was from the actors. They were just kind of riffing. And the fact that he and Hugh Jackman might not be able to do that is is a little concerning. Because with this writer's strike, I mean, is this movie going to be really what we want it to be by May of next year? You, and it's you, still under the Disney of umbrella. Course. It's an R-rated, but it's the first R-rated movie Disney's doing, officially. Like where it's the first, or at least the R-rated MCU movie. And it's going to be phenomenal. So it has been confirmed, by the way, that's in the MCU. You, yeah, I mean it is. Like they, they're going to have um, uh, Owen Wilson is going to be Mobius from the Loki series. He's going to be in it, which is going to be great. So they're tying in the TVA and all that with him because you know he got the time travel device at the end of D Deadpool two. Right, I could say sort of try to save some of the X boys. Sorry, uh, I maybe to your earlier point, it might be a good thing Deadpool destroys the MCU. Yes. What is it? Earth 616? 616. So that's what's interesting about this because we we all just want to see it because we just we know what type of movie it's going to be insane it's going to be him basically him and Wolverine probably killing each other like just dismembering each other multiple times and just stuff growing back and it's just going to be or pretty much just Wolverine doing that to Deadpool but it's they they got Blind Alice in it so the same lady played Blind Alice she's back. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I, I don't know that TJ Miller's going to be back as Weasel because he, I don't, he had some controversy for a little bit. So just Google search his name, listeners, and yeah, figure out. You'll know, is. you'll know. But one thing I was actually a little disappointed is uh, Zazie Beats said that she was not back as Domino. Interesting. Which I thought she was one of the better characters that they came out with. She's actually going to be in Joker too. And yes, she, she is because she was in Joker one. Yeah. So that makes sense and. That Joker too. That'll be, we'll talk about that one at a different time because I don't know what. Yeah, we'll have like a DC focused episode. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, because the Flash comes out tomorrow so, and, and you and I are going to be seeing it at different times, different uh, days, but we're going to do a reaction to and review of the Flash coming up. But uh, just Deadpool 3 has a potential to be really big. And I think that that movie 
they were probably smart to move that up under this new slate because truthfully, not a lot of interest. I, I don't know how the Marvels is going to do when it comes out this year. Secret Invasion looks great. If you saw the pre the release of some of the footage, the new footage from uh, Secret Invasion, they released a couple like five minutes, the first five minutes of the series. Okay. Which is really cool. And we're going to see what this is all about because I'm really wondering if they are probably a little nervous about the later releases this year, which I, I think it's just the marbles left. And I, I don't know if I'm incorrect on that or not, but I think that's the last Marvel movie of the year is the marbles. At least it's, as a feature film, right? As a feature film. Yeah. You know, obviously they have some shows, but that's the last one I can think of. And I think you're right. I mean, it could be wrong. I mean, again, maybe Disney has so much. Yeah. So, it, but I think maybe they're just like, okay, if this tanks, we need some momentum and bringing Deadpool is a good way to kick it off. So I, I think that that's a smart idea, in my opinion, because you just don't know what's going to happen. Is there an MCU movie coming out in 2024 before Deadpool 3? Not that I remember, but okay, it, th there could be, but I don't think so. All right. I, there's Sometimes there's usually a winter release, like a first doing like February movie. They have it. been, but, well, the last one, we Quantumania. Yeah. So... That was that was pretty rough, but you know we'll, we'll see what happens with it. I, I don't think that it's going to because you know in in some of these you don't see some of the ones coming up that you would imagine. The one I'm worried about that I've been excited about since they announced it is Blade. So the Blade remake has moved again from September 6th, 2024 to February 14th, 2025. So I'm just very worried that we're going to lose a fantastic actor who is basically the perfect replacement, Marshall Ali, for Wesley Snipes to play Blade in this in the MCU. The words are going to end up losing him because they just can't get... The, the writing was bad, apparently, initially, and they had to get it rewritten, rewrite the whole movie, pretty much. And then, now, again, delayed all the way to February 25. Do we know if Disney's going to make that rated R? Yes, they are. Okay. They are making it rated R, which they have to. Yeah. Has to be done. I, I mean, the, the first two Blade movies are classics, and a lot of people didn't realize those are Marvel movies, that he is actually a superhero in the Marvel universe. But, you know, I hope people that didn't know, especially younger people that didn't realize this, that now they see Blade coming out, they, they go back and watch these movies because they are awesome. Well, superhero movies used had the moniker of being horrible. Because they Honestly, were. They were. And that, they that were. was the reality of it. And then, yeah, 1998, Blade came out. Uh, Wesley Snipes and he, Stephen Dorff played an amazing villain in Deacon Frost. Incredible. Right? Yes, he did. So, in the grand scheme of things, that's not too far off from, like, Iron Man in 2008. That was only a 10-year mm -hmm. gap that we're speaking of here, but at least I thought that was actually the turning point as far as the quality. It was. Yeah, I know there are some blunders, like the original, like the Fantastic Four films, but, yeah, you have to get that movie right with Blade. Well, and you have a good transition to the next movie, which is... The newest remake of the Fantastic Four, which has now moved from February 15th, 2025. So Blade basically moves into that spot to May 2nd, 2025. So they're going to be an early summer release. Third time's a charm with this one? I hope so. But, you know, they've had the crazy casting rumors with, like, Adam Driver as Mr. Fantastic, which, like, I thought Adam Driver would be a much better Doom than a Reed Richards. I just didn't really see that. But not that he can't do a great job. He's a great actor. But... He was Kylo Ren. Well, he was, but it's not even I'm trying to typecast him. I just see him being able to do, do. Oh, yeah. Just no discredit to Adam Driver. And now the, I'm with you there. Apparently the rumor, you know, Margot Robbie was rumored to be Sue Storm. Well, that okay. seems, well, she's oh, yeah, one of the best on the planet at acting. But 
now that seems to not be completely true as well. So they're apparently still looking to cast Sue Storm, as far as I know. So Fantastic Four, they really have to hit this one. They have to. The first two, not even were they just campy. They were just bad. Like they weren't even enjoyable movies. They were bad. I know they have Chris Evans in them. You know, and I'm like Lawrence Fishburne as Silver Surfer. Well, yeah, but they didn't even really do that story right. Not that Silver Surfer was a bad character. They just they butchered that storyline. Right. Well, with him, but we'll see. They're bad. They're bad movies. They're bad movies. They're really bad. Plus, listen, Jessica Alba's one of the best looking women that's ever walked the earth, but she's a horrific actress. And she was just not good as Sue Storm. Just real bad. And the script was bad. The script was just brutal. And then they made this other... I don't even want to talk about the other one. The other one is... That's a boil on the butt of the superhero movies industry. Is that new, the newest Fantastic Four. So I don't want to even like justify it with the response because it's terrible. The one that I think we should probably be the most worried about. So Fantastic Four actually moves into the slot that was originally put for Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. They basically move it a whole year. May 2nd, 2025 to May 1st, 2026. Disney's got a majors problem on their end. They do. So yeah, the Jonathan Majors issue, this one is going to probably cause a lot more disarray than we really truly believe. You can get away with some of these movies and not mention Kang. Captain America, you, can re- you can't in Deadpool. If he's traveling the multiverse, you legitimately cannot get away from talking about Kang. Now, he doesn't necessarily have to be in the movie, but you... Or you have Deadpool just go and kill a stand-in that looks like Kang from behind or something, and then that just resets everything. <laughs> I just would not doubt that that might be what they... I know this sounds crazy, but maybe that's also a part of what they do is they're, they're like, hey, listen, guys, we got to reshoot all this stuff for Kang. Yeah, because I think this is going to be an issue here pretty soon. I can't recall the exact time that Loki Season 2 gets released, but no. I think if Loki Season 2 gets delayed, we'll know what's going on for sure because Disney's been silent for the whole thing and... There's a reason why also Disney has been silent. Mm-hmm. And so I think, yeah, that that's a huge change, uh, a year delay for an Avengers movie. Yeah, it is. Which provides some time. It does. It does buy some time for them to to, to kind of pivot, which I would imagine you're going to see a name change and a full redo. I, I just I just don't know. Do I want Jonathan Majors to be recast? No, I, I don't. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that you know, what, what he was accused of, I, I hope that he didn't do. Right, right. I don't want that. I really enjoy him as an actor. He's the one performance we really enjoyed in Ant Man Quantumania. He was the only he he carried that film. Yeah, he did. That's but to your point, yeah, that that's gonna be a big issue there, uh, with that one year delay. Going back to the Fantastic Four, because I know we've talked about this offline too, as far as the character of Doctor Doom and how if you needed a new big bad villain, if you will, to build a universe around, right? Uh, or an ensemble yeah. to go against. Dr. Doom could fit the bill. He has an interesting yes. arc and whatnot. So I'll be curious to see, and over time, especially with Dr. Doom, I assume Dr. Doom's going to be in the Fantastic Four movie. That is not the what I've heard. Yeah, but things can change. I've heard it was Galactus. is going. To, I don't know why they're already bringing Galactus. That's a massive villain. I, I wouldn't. But I would rather just stick with more of a grounded character in Dr. Doom. Yeah. Because with Galactus, I I know it's a, 
I assume it's a different universe, but I, I just equate it to Eternals. Yes. And and I don't see anything here in the release schedule about Eternals. So I think Disney would probably be better served getting more grounded in their characters. And even with Kang, even though there's all these variants, yes. he was more grounded. He in was. comparison to he was. Thanos, he didn't have like super, super powers, but he was just incredibly intelligent. Yeah. It was his technology. Technology, right. Yep. <laughs> and, and that's where with Doom, I mean, even with Doom, it was he embraced magic. I mean, that's what he did. Yeah, that, that was his thing. And so I really wish that they would do something like that with him because how prevalent is the magic side of things in Marvel? Well, obviously with Scarlet Witch. And they have the, for some reason, the Agatha, Agatha Covet of Chaos coming out, which I'm... Disney Plus, right? Yeah, it's Disney okay. Plus. But yet again, they're they're really embracing the magic part. Obviously, yes, of course, Doctor Strange. The This would be really a great thing to put Doom in. And I'm wondering if that's what they were going to do. But from what everything that I've heard on numerous shows and read was that because of Jonathan Major's performance in Loki, they decided to make... Kang, the focus off of one performance. Now, listen, it was awesome. It was a great performance when he was, you know, he who remains. It was amazing. The problem is maybe they were going to do Doom and they got sucked in by this great performance. And now they're stuck with not being able to effectively change what they need to do because now they have a guy who has a very in every stinking universe that they're going to be in in any of their movies. And it's just, it's not something they can really do. So they're going to have to find a way because if they do have to cut him loose, they A, have to recast. That would be fine. It's not the first time no. Marvel Studios has recasted. What if they What if they recast Terrence Howard as Kang? That would be hilarious. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's, I, I, but again, it, there, there have been plot threads in the MCU over 15 years where they never like entertained it anymore. There wasn't an initial movie. Interestingly enough, Mr. Blue from the incredible Hulk, he's actually getting to, he's going to be coming back. Yes. But for the longest time since 2008, I, I was like curious about the leader. Plot thread. Yeah. And I was like, okay, where are they going to go with this? And we never saw anything for 10 plus years until now we're getting Liv Tyler coming back. Yeah. As uh, Bessie Ross. And, and, and so I think what we said was best. It, it at least with that delay, it buys Disney time, and also to see how these films before and perform. Yeah, right. Th like Deadpool is the one that you know is going to perform. That's a sure hit. But I think the stakes are increasing for Deadpool three now. They are with they the, are. the change in release schedule, and then what we've been talking about the potential impacts that could have on the rest. Yeah, of the MCU. Yeah, it's that one's going to make a lot of money. That was going to do well. People love that character. They love Ryan Reynolds. So I know I know that, that Deadpool was created before Ryan Reynolds got famous and people really knew who he was. It's not like how literally Miles Morales is made after Donald Glover. Like, that is what he is. Like, from an episode of Community, which is the coolest thing ever, by the way. Great show. Oh, oh, Everybody watch the show if you haven't already. Yeah, watch Community. Please do. It's super. But it's he is, he is Deadpool. Like, it's just... That's him. Like, there's nobody else that could ever play that character. That, that You could never imagine anybody else playing that character. Not one person. Ever. Like, it's him. It, it's crazy. But we'll see how that goes. Because, that yes, maybe they use that movie to change things with Kang Dynasty, which that's moving into the slot that was going to be for Secret Wars. The follow-up. That moves to 2027. May 7th, 2027. So, Secret Wars. 
moves back a whole year. I mean, you know, and it's, obviously these are movie events, right? They hope that they're going to be. They're just not off to a great start because other than really Spider-Man, you don't have anybody that is going to keep fans invested. They're just not. Now, a lot of people like Wanda. Wanda's a, and she's a great character. Not enough people really like, I mean, Doctor Strange is a great character, but not enough people really like the character. Surely not enough people, unfortunately, are going to be that invested in Falcon as Captain America. They could. They could. But it's just, it's it's hard to replace people that have made something so iconic. And I know that it's, it is out of the comics. Like, it, they're not doing anything that's not, uh, that's out of precedent, right? It's just hard to replace Chris Evans. It's hard to replace Robert Downey Jr., and the only character that can remotely do anything like that, no matter who's behind the mask, is Spider-Man, just because of the popularity of Spider-Man, right? Now, I will say that it is possible if they bring a live-action Miles Morales in, because his character has become increasingly popular with the Spider-Verse movies in the video games. Correct. Yeah. That if they combine those two into some of the Avengers, if, if he, you know, I don't know if that's what's going to happen. I haven't heard anything like that. But what I mean is you might can salvage some things, but I, like you can't, I'm hate to say it. You're, if you throw She-Hulk in there in a major role, they're not, nobody's going to, nobody cares. Nobody wants that. It, it's just, they're not going to do it. It's like Thor is, is Thor going to come back for any of this? Is Chris, is Chris Hemsworth going to come back? So what I mean is Secret Wars is going to be an event because if they incorporate Battle World into it, then you're going to see all the people come back. So your nostalgia is going to get hit real big. But they're not, not just all the people from the MCU. All the people that have ever played these roles or rumored to play these roles are probably going to show up in Battle World in the Secret Wars movie, which that was controlled by Doctor Doom in the comics. So who knows what they're going to do with it. If they, if they stick, if Jonathan Major sticks with it, they're going to keep their going that path. Right, they have to because they've already made the financial commitment and when Loki seasons one and two and Ant-Man, they have to commit to that. Yep. But things are, if they, if they had to do a pivot, they'd be in Disney. Dr. Doom, at least right now, I feel it would be like the most viable option yeah. to go with, especially given like the, the connections between Dr. Doom and the, the Richards yep. family and, and whatnot. When you were talking, I was thinking about, it's interesting with Disney, well, probably at the time it was actually Paramount and just Marvel. But they took not an A tier comic book character and built a universe around it. And it was, you know, Iron Man was mm -hmm. B tier. Oh, yeah, at best, right? And then you got Robert Downey Jr. And if you think about Robert Downey Jr.'s history, you know, could have stemmed in his recovery and everything like that. But there was still at that time Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark. There was a lot of people that were concerned, but also other people that were very intrigued by it. Yeah. And then 2008 happened, right? And you're like, wow, this character is so awesome. Why haven't, why hasn't it taken this long to get a movie like this, right? Yeah. So it's interesting with Disney because they they built this universe in the first three phases over a character that didn't have the gravitas, if you will, of like Spider-Man. They have that opportunity starting in phase four to introduce new characters and build a universe around them, but they are struggling yeah, with this. They are. And again, going back to Spider-Man, he, he has that effect. Bad Spider-Man movies are still watched. Yes, they are. Talked about. And with, I think you raise a great point about Miles Morales. I think there's a lot of fandom that's getting really interested. Who didn't already know about the character. Yeah. Curious to know more. 
And even with Spider-Man 2, the video game coming out this fall on PS5, it's Peter Parker and Miles Morales together. You yeah. play as both characters, so they're on an equal level playing field. And and so could they be in Marvel Studios doing something similar to that in the movies? There's a possibility. There is absolutely. And I would take it, honestly. I think it, yeah. Because we haven't, you know, we're not even touching on the Sony Marvel movies that are going to be coming out. Because I think Craven the Hunter's coming out this year, which weirdly is Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was Wait, Quicksilver. Wait, wait I, you know, I, I, yeah, it's just, who knows? The Madam Web movie that will be coming out, which has all the different Spider Women in it, which will be like interesting. Andrew Garfield sequel. But I mean, they know. do something to do justice for his character. I mean, they, at least they at least he got the No Way Home treatment, which was superb. It's just we'll see what Marvel Studios does and why they've moved these things back. Why Disney has decided because it's not just Marvel. I mean, this is uh, all these are affected because we're going to talk about now. The Star Wars movies. Now, the only two movies that are mentioned here, because they came out and said there were three movies, right? There are only two movies mentioned in this list that I have, which is the Untitled Star Wars Project move from December 19th, 2025. That moved from December 19th to May 22nd, 2026. This is what's weird about that. That movie is only going to come out two weeks, well, almost a little over two weeks after no three weeks i'm sorry exactly three weeks after kang dynasty right now that goes back to what we've been talking about is any competing against themselves you know does that give people enough time to go see kang dynasty and then are they expecting them to see it once and then they're done obviously you have there's no way to know that at this point right but then the next star wars project which i guess would be the dave filoni one would be december 18th 26 so that means we would be getting possibly two Star Wars movies within six months of each other. That is unprecedented. Not really unprecedented, I guess, because they did Last Jedi, Jedi and Solo. Solo. But we know how that worked out. So, But it, that was the inverse of that. It was de- December 2. Yes, it was. But, but still, yes. Still, we know how that worked out. Yeah. Obviously, these things are probably going to still move around a lot. Yeah, um, this is an interesting one because they don't mention the third Star Wars film that was announced, which would have been the Old Republic. Yeah, Dawn of the Jedi. Dawn of the Jedi. So that's actually way Old Republic, way before. The- that's not the official title. No. That's what fandom's been dubbing. Yeah, but it makes sense. It does. It actually because it fits within the timeline. That one's going to be an interesting one to see because December twenty sixth. They don't have any competition there. That's a that's a Christmas Star Wars release. We're kind of used to those. That could be the heir to the Empire, and that could be awesome. That one has the potential to really bring Star Wars fans together. I don't know what the new Jedi one will do. How It just depends on how they do Rey, and I'm not saying the last name. I refuse to do it. Not doing it. Her name's Rey. So, it, it's not going to happen early. It's not going to happen the time where we think. So, we're going to have to wait to 26 to get a new, new Star Wars movie, which will be a long time in between long time but needed time i think oh i could not agree more and, I, and with ahsoka coming out later this year and on disney plus i think the performance of that show will help dictate if you will which of the three feature films will come out first i think the older older public's always been kind of yeah on as the third one yep but i i think if the viewership is up on ahsoka you go where the energy goes mm-hmm. let's release the new republic movie by dave filoni first right with this heir to the empire uh i don't know i i would like i would 
I would like that because mm-hmm. I'm excited about Ahsoka. We we're both yeah. we both been talking about that a lot, yeah. and we want the best for that show. But when you see Thrawn, when we all see Thrawn on the small screen, I know at least I'm going to be having this yearning to see him on the big screen. I hope everybody rather than later. I hope everybody. I hope everybody appreciates that show, and maybe they'll give it a portion of the budget that they gave Andor. My two hundred and fifty million. It's a beautiful show, man. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful show. At a cost. Holy crap, man! I think Mandalorian. The article I read, correct me if I'm mistaken, it was a hundred or hundred and twenty million dollar budget for Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And then Andor. It's like night and day. Shooting on location, two hundred and fifty million dollar budget. <laughs> and then you have Kenobi. So <laughs> I just have that of like fifty million. Yeah. I don't know. They gave him some gift cards, I think. So so yeah, Star Wars is going to be interesting. We'll, we'll see what they do. And, and to, to wrap up on the Disney side of it, and we, we can go back and talk about some of these other ones, is the Avatar series. So Avatar 2 came out last year, or this year. I don't even remember. I, I watched it, but I was bored out of my mind. So yet again, the second straight Avatar movie that bored me to death. You're not alone. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, don't understand. I, listen, I love James Cameron. He's made some wonderful movies. I don't get the Avatar thing. I don't get the fascination. It's twenty. It, it, listen, the first one, two thousand nine, was groundbreaking animation and and CGI. It ain't groundbreaking anymore. Those that movie was flat out boring. Well, we get three more of these jokers because Avatar three has been moved from December twentieth, twenty twenty four, to December nineteenth, twenty twenty five. So all the Avatars are Christmas releases. So Avatar's moved to 25 now. A full so year. The first Star Wars feature film, was that going to be in December of 25? Yes. So Originally? yes. So Avatar's moved into the place of the Star Wars movie. That's Avatar scary. 3. That's embarrassing. Avatar 3 has moved. Well, it's going to make a ton of money because the other one made a ton of money. I mean, listen, I don't know how these things are. Ca- who is going to see these things multiple times unless you want your kid to sleep? I think that's. What you're saying is like hits the nail on the head. This is how you build a universe or continue to build a universe. You have to make money at the box office. If you don't make your money at the box office, you're not going to get your universe building. Yeah. Uh, we haven't got our Sinister Six from Sony because it just Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2 did not make yeah. money at the box didn't office. Money. Didn't make money. I think that's end all be all. So you're uh, yeah, right. I listen. guess Avatar, if it keeps on bringing in the money, they're going to keep on making it. It'll make $2 billion again. It will. I mean, the last one did. I mean, I guess it was better than the first one, but yet again, or maybe it's just that the anticipation of, oh, it's another Avatar movie. It's been so long. I don't know, but I didn't know anybody excited about it. So like, I, I didn't know anybody that really was just like, yeah, I'm ready to go see Avatar. It's like, oh, it's out. It was like, where are they getting this money from? I have no clue who's, who's seeing this movie that many times to get to $2 billion, but they are. But anyway, the, the Avatar 4 has moved from December 18th, 2026. So the Dave Filoni is what we think is the Dave Filoni Star Wars date is now is December 18th, 26. And that has replaced Avatar 4, which moved to December 21st, 2029. It moved three years. Avatar 4 moved three years. I could care less about the Avatar movies. Yeah. It's more or less like how it impacts 
Star Wars. Yeah, and, and and that allowed us to get Star Wars a little sooner. I guess it did to get us heir to the Empire. So there we go. And then Avatar Five moved from December twenty second, twenty twenty eight, to if we're alive then to twenty thirty one. December 19th, 2020. That's great. I think I'm going to be getting a senior citizen ticket price in the theater by yeah. R6. Yeah, I, I just, you know, and the thing is, is cameras shooting these all together, supposedly, and it's, that wasn't, they're beautiful movies. Who gives a crap about them? I, I know that they, people are like, I see it, I see it. Like, did you? Because did you see it like six times? That's the only way if everybody went and saw that movie six to seven times that that movie's making that much money because I just don't believe it. I don't believe those movies make that much money. I don't believe it. And while it's a matter of opinion, I think the general consensus is like even Star uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is a superb movie, but it's not bringing in a lot of money at the box office. Yeah. It's it's hard to reconcile that when If I had to do tell the tape between that and Avatar 2, I know they're two different films, but still, it's like the quality of Spider-Man. That's the storytelling standpoint. It just, it's not drawing money. And it's Spider-Man we're talking about. Yeah. It makes sense. It's a weird thing because like Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, I I thought because of how well it did the first weekend was going to keep raking in money. Like I thought that by now it would be $500 million, $600 million. It's so like $313 million. Which they're making a profit. They're making a profit because, yeah, of course. But still. But it's shocking that it's not even past the first one yet. It will eventually pass it. But it's, it's probably not going to make $500 million. And I think that they were really thinking it probably was. I just, it's, it's shocking to me because it's one of the best movies I've seen in many, many years. To me, it's a very rewatchable movie. And yet... Nothing, but then people go and watch Avatar 12 times to watch a bunch of blue people do Fern Gully. But you know what? I'll go ride the crap out of that dang thing at Disney World at the Animal Plant or Animal Kingdom. It's one of the greatest things I've ever ridden in my life is the Avatar ride. And guess what? Disney executives are going to still churn out those movies as mm-hmm. long as they're bringing in that money. Yep, I know. It's just interesting, right? It because is. Yet again, we watch sci-fi movies, we watch fantasy movies, we watch shows and things like that. For us to be fans of those things and not understand what the crap people see in Avatar, it's to me it's amazing. I don't get it. I would rather see a bad Star Wars movie than watch Avatar again. I'm not lying. Even Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, dang, you got me there. Okay, so I would rather watch almost all bad Star Wars movies than watch Avatar 2 again. But I'm glad that that at least one of them is sacrificed for three years so that we get a Star Wars movie instead. And this is not even, yeah, and this is nothing, and this is, all this counts for, for us is that our Marvel and our Star Wars are there. I mean, probably if people understand, we're probably not going to talk about Avatar again on our podcast, no matter how long we go. (laughs) And if you're hoping for that, there's probably other podcasts (laughs) you want to listen to. There's probably another podcast for you. But we'll see how it's going to go. I mean, I guess to, to wrap it up, what, what are your thoughts? Like, what is the main takeaways you think from just looking at the schedule? It's overwhelming. There's a lot. And we, even though we've just been focusing on Disney, we haven't even considered DCU. What James Gunn and Peter Safran are going to be releasing with their uh, Gods and Monsters saga. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot. I think we'll be hard-pressed to find a week or a month Maybe it's probably more fair 
that there won't be some like new release or something that from the nerdum to keep a pulse on. So, but yeah, I, I am excited about Star Wars. That's my bias as far as it getting moved up. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see again within a, a full, you know, full year two Star Wars movies, how that's going to perform, but we'll see. Yeah. I imagine that if certain people are still in power at that particular point, we'll see how some of this stuff shakes out the Star Wars. I'm excited for the Star Wars ones. Obviously, the Heir to the Empire one. The Ray one, obviously, we'll go see because it's Star Wars. We want to see what's going on with it, especially hearing that Idris Elba might be playing the villain, which would be freaking fantastic. Amazing. Yes. Yes. Can't argue with that too much. I am excited for Deadpool 3. I think the moving up of Deadpool 3 is a really smart strategy, and I think that they know most likely the Marvels is not going to do what they hope it does. That could be completely wrong and people pack the box office out for it. we got to have something big because the interest is just not good for these new round of people that we want to be in the Avengers. So let's make people love a, a comic book movie again because people did Guardians of the Galaxy, but it wasn't tied in, right? It, it, it's a great movie, but it, it wasn't tied in really to the MCU because it was James Gunn's send-off and that kind of good stuff. So they need something that's going to make people love the comic book movies again as a whole everybody come together and be like this is a lot of freaking fun and nothing does that better than deadpool and maybe we could speak about this on a future podcast episode but it warrants raising this as far as might not be such a bad idea when things are not going well to press the reset button on the mcu so fair point and if you need ryan reynolds he'll do deadpool to do it I'm sure he'll he'll take care of it. He'll take care of it. Well, John, it was great talking about this, and we'll see where all these movies go. And obviously, we'll be talking about a lot of these things as we go forward. And uh, but looking forward to uh, get to review the Flash with you. That'll be our next episode after this one. Will be a review of the Flash. We might even have two come out next week, just so we can get them both out at the same time. This one and and the review of the Flash. So uh, we're gonna be all up in you, little nerd hero action. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care.